On March 19, 1930, a steel-hulled, diesel-powered yacht began construction at the Bath Ironworks. The yacht was finished and launched on December 8, 1930, and it was delivered to its owner, wood pulp magnate Hugh J. Chisholm. The yacht was named Eris, and it was more than 243 feet long. It had a 36-foot beam, a draft of 14 feet, and displaced 1,805 tons fully loaded. She had two Winston diesel engines that generated 1,100 horsepower with a top speed of 13.5 knots. Eleven years later, on April 24, 1941, the U.S. Navy acquired the heiress. She was renamed Williamsburg, and thus the former pleasure craft was destined for military service as a gunboat. The Williamsburg was christened on October 7, 1941, and began her service as a naval gunboat. Williamsburg served many special missions for the military. She served as a command base for several naval commanders, and at one point, she even delivered a cargo load of 28 sealed boxes of gold bullion, valued at about a million and a half dollars, and delivered it from Iceland to Washington. Just as the Williamsburg was slated for conversion to an amphibious force flagship for Pacific forces, the atomic bomb hit Hiroshima and Nagasaki, hastening the end of the war and canceling the slated conversion of the Williamsburg. Instead, the Williamsburg gained new employment as the presidential yacht. It was set to replace the USS Potomac. In the following years, the Williamsburg served two presidents, Harry Truman and Dwight D. Eisenhower. Truman made use of the yacht to conduct presidential tours to Florida, Bermuda, Cuba, and the Virgin Islands. However, Dwight D. Eisenhower only made one cruise in the yacht and shortly thereafter ordered that the yacht be decommissioned. It was on this very yacht that today, November 13, 1948, that President Harry Truman, his wife, and his daughter sailed the Williamsburg from Key West to the Dry Tortugas for the day. The ship departed from Key West at 7.07 a.m., and just outside Key West Harbor, the Williamsburg was joined by the destroyer NOA, which acted as an escort for the passage to and from the Dry Tortugas. The presidential party lounged on the main aft deck for the majority of the trip, and they even had a noon lunch buffet for the entire party. At 12.50 p.m., the Williamsburg dropped anchor off the Dry Tortugas, and at 1 o'clock, most of the party boarded a motorboat that had been sent out from Key West to ferry the party to and from the Williamsburg. A few of the party members stayed on board the Williamsburg to get in a day of fishing. The rest of the party did a full tour of Fort Jefferson on Garden Key. At 2 p.m., the party that had visited Fort Jefferson returned to the Williamsburg, and at 2.05, the Williamsburg and the NOA got underway for the return trip to Key West. The Williamsburg arrived back at Key West at 7.30 p.m. and moored at the Naval Air Station. The presidential party left the Williamsburg at 7.35 p.m. Later that evening, while working on his mail after dinner, President Truman wrote a letter to the mayor of Key West, which read, My dear Mayor Adams, please accept from a grateful heart this assurance of my appreciation of the wonderful welcome accorded to me by yourself and the good people of Key West and community. 
It warmed my heart and will long be treasured among my happy Key West memories. May I also express to you and through you to the citizens of Key West my hearty appreciation of such a fine message of congratulations. I read your thoughtful expressions and want you all to know how much they meant to me. Very sincerely yours, Harry S. Truman. If you'll remember, this trip was taken just after Truman had won re-election. So those congratulations messages were of winning the presidency again. That's what happened today in Key West history. Today in Key West history is brought to you by 43 Keys Media. Visit 43keys.com for this and other informative and educational information about the beautiful Florida Keys.